0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Team Axiom Podcast. I'm Jay Sesh. I'd like to start it off by handing this over to my bros, Arpane, Tifo, and B-Pace, who along with myself will be
1: your hosts.
2: Okay, so where do we begin? Well, we could start out with uh, explaining to our listeners what League of Legends is overall. That, that might be a good place to start. Okay, so League of Legends, it's a totally legit online game. It's free.
1: And it's not one of those really poor quality ones. You know, it's got those... Weekly, monthly updates, patches, it's nice, yeah. League of Legends, arena-style gameplay. You got these 5v5s and these 3v3s. You pick from among 75 champions.
2: There are more coming out bi-weekly as well around that. If you uh, enjoyed Warcraft 3 and the heroes and that, it's pretty much what you do is you run around playing the heroes of Warcraft 3, blowing people up, trying to destroy the enemy nexus, which is the goal of the game. doesn't matter if you're in 3v3 or 5v5. Anyway, um, let's start off with our first section here. Choosing your champion. The champions of uh, League of Legends range range from uh, tanks to DPS to nukes to support characters. And uh, every team needs these characters to play. And 5v5s is what we're going to be talking about mainly here. Yeah, it's the most played. And if you don't realize what a 5v5 is, it's where you have five players on one team versus five players on another team. Um, First champions that we want to talk about are the tanks. The tanks here uh, are probably the most important champions overall because they are supposed to absorb all the damage and to keep their DPS and other uh, champions safe during the gameplay. Uh, Tanks um, range from uh, absorbing magic damage to absorbing uh, physical damage. And uh, next we are going to talk about uh, DPS characters. Well, DPS characters utilize standard attacks, usually performed with the
3: right-click on the mouse, and their abilities are generally geared towards augmenting these standard attacks or otherwise holding or slowing the enemy in order to allow you to either close or continue attacking these characters.
1: Moving along, next we
0: have nukes. So basically the point of a nuke is to take out as much damage, from the deal as much damage <laughs> to the enemies as possible in a couple seconds. And all, most of the time they are magic damage as opposed to attack damage, but they can be either or.
1: And finally, we have support. Yeah, so supports, you know, you got the basic healers, you got, you know, other people with different abilities keeping the team alive, keeping the team in check, helping out. You know, they can be used for other stuff, but for the most part, it's just, you know, overall
2: team cohesion. It keeps, you know, they're the glue of the team. That's basically how I describe them.
1: Glue. Yeah. Adhesives.
2: Okay, so we're going to talk about items now. Items in League of Legends is very important, as throughout the game you'll be able to, you have six item slots for your champion, and you'll be able to buy items. Items have different combinations. You have basic items, and then that will build into other items, which then can build into other items. It's a combination of different items to have uh, very powerful and helpful items. The importance of items. Items give you health. Attack Damage, Ability Power, Defense, Magic Resistance, Movement Speed, Attack Speed, Armor Penetration, Magic Penetrations. So basically, the items are what you get in order to make your champion the best possible champion. Boots are important because you need to talk about boots, and uh... We need to talk about boots. Uh, boots give you movement speed, and if you're slow, you'll easily get picked off when trying to uh, escape from a battle, or trying to pick up someone who's escaping. So boots are sometimes a very important first item. And uh, going on with talking to first items, you start the game out with 475 gold. And you usually buy an item that will help you throughout the laning phase. Usually uh, a ruby crystal, which gives you 180 health. Or a sapphire crystal, which gives you 200 mana and 2 health potions. And health potions are consumables that you would use usually early game during the laning phase to uh, heal you. And there's also mana pots. And there's also elixirs that boost certain types of stats that will uh, help you there and here and where. <laughs> Along after boots, there are also items that have uh, active abilities and. You use it by clicking on the item or having uh, the hit the number key that is associated with the item slot that the particular item is in. Actives can be useful because they give you a special ability that is not normal unless you have this item. Also, there are snowball items, which are items that you gain stacks on, which uh, get more powerful with the more kills or assists that you gain, which can be useful for really any type of champion that you'd like to play. Also, along there are some things called wards. Wards are useful because you plant them in bushes or in other places to view the map area. So, and they last for, I believe, 180 seconds, and they are very cheap and easy to place. And there are two types of wards. There are uh, normal wards, which just will allow you to see the units in the area. And then there are uh, invisible sight wards that allow you to see invisible units within the area. And I must keep this in mind that wards are also invisible and can't be seen unless you have another ward, an oracle potion. An oracle potion is a consumable potion that allows you to see stealth characters or stealth items. And that is all we have on items.
3: Alright, so, important part of League is the minions. Minions are units that are not controlled by the players and they spawn in waves of generally six and go mindlessly down their respective lanes, with a wave for each lane. There they will fight their opponents' minions or press to towers in an attempt to destroy them. Minions are generally used as shields when the player is attacking a tower in order to avoid their exorbitant amounts of damage. Minions come in four types. First is the warrior type, which is a melee minion armed with a sword or hammer, not really important, just for show. These are your frontline minions and there are generally three of them. Another minion type is the mage, which is a ranged attacker. Also generally there are three of these. And every three to four waves is a cannon minion. This is a slightly stronger than normal minion, which deals more damage, and has the special quality of taking half damage from towers, thus making it a very important unit for pushing and destroying towers. Uh, finally is the super minion, which, as its name implies, is a much stronger than normal minion. These are spawned by destroying the enemy's inhibitor, which is after the first three turrets in a given lane. Afterwards, the super minion will spawn with each wave. These are basically a miniature champion, and also have the cannon minion's ability to take half damage from turrets, thus making them extremely powerful
1: allies in a lane. Next up, we have uh, Champion Abilities. Each of the 75 champions in League of Legends has four main abilities, and a passive ability. These are each toggled, the first one by Q-W-E-R, and then the passive is, as it's implied, passive. Uh, each of these do a different thing based on the character type, if it's an assassin support, etc., and uh, benefit your hero. They can heal your allies, they can damage them, they can provide additional passives, along with your passive. So, aside from that, you've got four main abilities, passive, and then your ultimate, which is your fourth ability. You get this once every six levels... So, level 6 Depending is Depending on your
2: champion, because there are also some champions that... Well, yeah, but this is just in general. Cases.
1: And the ultimate, as the name implies, as with passive, is generally the best ability that they have, and it's the most significant in team fights or in personal gain.
0: So, the point of the game is to obviously destroy the Nexus. However, to do this you are going to need to make yourself better. The easiest way to do this is to kill enemy champions. If you (laughs) kill enemy champions without dying, then you will essentially go on a killing spree, and the game will tell you this. (laughs) Um, There are different levels from killing spree all the way to being legendary, and each one of them denotes a certain number of kills you have gotten without dying. Also, at the beginning of the game, there's first blood, which is where you attain the first kill of the game. And it awards bonus gold. And then, of course, with killing, there's dying.
2: Before we talk about dying, we'd like to mention the fact that there are um, things called double kill and triple kill and quadra kill. And And the pentakill. pentakill, Which, from my uh, experience of playing this game, I have yet to see what it gives you. I believe it does not give you any extra gold, and it doesn't give you any extra, extra experience. I know what it gives me. But what it does <laughs> is it intimidates the other team into saying, oh my goodness, that person just killed all five of us. That's really intimidating. But also, um, there's the rare case where you can get a legendary, legendary kill. Legendary kill. Which is when you kill six people in a row, which only happens if someone on the other team has revived.
0: Okay, so, dying. When you die, you are not in-game for a certain amount of time, depending on how far into the game you are, with a maximum of about a minute, I believe. Um, so this can impact your team greatly in team fights because you cannot help because you're dead. Unless you're Karthus, but we'll get into that later. During death, you can view the map still. Obviously, you can't use any abilities or skills except for Fortify. You can use Fortify. That's a summoner spell. And I think that about covers...
3: Alright, so ways to bypass death. I wish this worked in real life. So, there are a few different ways in which you can either nullify or reduce the impacts of dying. The first way is through certain conditions such as a certain champion's ultimate or an item called a guardian angel which revives you upon death at the same spot where you had died with increased health. The other thing you can do is take the summoner spell revive, which, as its name implies, revives you at your fountain. This bypasses the timer mechanic of death, but still places you back at your base away from where you died. Okay, summoner
1: spells, bro. Just be operating with the summoner spells. So, in the League of Legends, you got approximately the 13, I think. Of the, that's 13. That definitely looks like 13 to me. Let me start this over. So, in League of Legends, there are 12 summoner spells. 13. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got me all confused, because you should have. Okay, let me start this over one more time. In League of Legends, there are 13 summoner spells. Wait, there's only 12. In League of Legends, there are 13 summoner spells, each of which are acquired depending on the level summoner you are. You will be covering each of these different spells. Five or six of these spells are available at first level, um, and I'm going to be covering each one. By
3: level 12, they're
1: all unlocked. As a player in the game, you toggle each of these abilities, and you can use them. They uh, vary on their effect. But exhaust, you target an enemy champion, and it reduces their movement speed by 40%. Attack damage dealt by the person who's exhausted is reduced by 70%, and ability power and item damage dealt by this person targeted with exhaust is reduced by 35% for three seconds. So basically,
0: that's your shutdown button.
1: The next ability is Ghost. Ghost essentially your champion ignores all unit collision, allied enemy units, and you move twenty seven percent faster for ten seconds. Heal restores uh, health, as the name implies, uh, one hundred and forty plus twenty times the level your champion level, and fifty percent to that of nearby allies. Revive is a, sen- is a resurrection spell. It uh, brings you back to life at the uh, fountain, and you yeah, for the first oh, you have speed. yeah. A large portion of movement speed increase for the first few seconds. Next spell is Smite. Uh, deals 420 plus 25 times your level in true damage to an enemy minion or pet. You cannot target enemy champions with this. Next, Teleport. After 4 seconds of delay, uh, your champion will teleport to the location of a nearby minion, turret, or ward. Uh, next is Cleanse. It removes all stuns, slows, taunts, fears, snares, sleep, silences, and bind. Oh, binds and immobilizers. And lowers the duration of new ones, applied by 65% for three seconds. Fortify. Grants invulnerability to all allied turrets, causing them to attack 100% faster. Nice. While Fortify is ready to cast, you deal nine bonus damage to minions. Clarity. Like heal, but for mana. And it restores 160 times 30. Um, plus 30. Plus 30 times level mana of your champion, blah, 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 and 50% of that of nearby allies. Ignite, like Smite, but it's got ticks. For and for Champions, and it deals 50 true damage plus 20 damage per level over 5 seconds, reducing healing and regenerating effects by 50%. Hella convenient. Rally, nobody uses Rally. Uh, summons a beacon with 200 plus 25 times level health of your champion uh, for 15 seconds, which increases allied attack damage by 10 to 35. Uh, clairvoyance reveals an area of the map for 6 seconds. It also reveals stealth units, really nice, and wards. And Flash. It's like a miniature teleport, but it only teleports you over a short distance. It's instant. Yeah. And it teleports you to your cursor's location. Very important. You don't want to be... You want to make sure your cursor's in the right location, otherwise you're... Uh, Wasted. Yeah. And that's or not good. where you don't want to be.
3: Summoner spells also generally have a higher cooldown than normal champion abilities due to their dramatic ability to alter the effect of a battle. Alright, so, core stats! Okay, basically, these are the various stats that your champion has. First off are health and mana. Health is the amount of damage you can take, whereas mana powers your various abilities. There are some champions that do not use mana and will power their abilities with either health or some alternate mechanics, such as rage. Roar. Thank you, Sash. Next is Attack Damage, which, as the name implies, is the damage of your standard attack. To counter attack damage, people generally build either Armor, which reduces attack damage done to you by a percentage, or Dodge, which comes in percentages and, as the name implies, permits you to dodge the enemy's attacks. Next is Ability Power, which, also as the name implies, adds power to your various champion abilities. These do not affect summoner spells. Ability Power is countered by Magic Resist, which also reduces damage you take from abilities by a percentage. Next is Attack Speed, which obviously speeds up your attacks. This allows you to deal more damage in a shorter period of time. Next is Critical Chance, which a critical is a special attack which deals double the normal damage. As your percentage chance for this rises, your likelihood for a critical hit increases. There's also Lifesteal and Spell Vampirism, which Lifesteal restores a certain amount of health to you based on the amount of damage you are dealing with your normal attacks, whereas Spell Vamp does the same, but based on the damage of your abilities. Uh, There's also Armor and Spell Penetration, which are used to punch through the enemy's armor or magic resist that they've been building to stop your damage. There's also movement speed, which dictates how quickly you can move about the map. And finally, there's cooldown reduction, which serves to make your abilities ready to use faster. Health and mana regen are stats that, as the names imply, cause your health or mana,
2: respectively, to return over time faster. Okay. So, within the We're map... We're going to talk about this, and it's uh, going to be about brushes and uh, invisible characters. Not paintbrushes, mind you. Yes, brushes and... Grass. Grass. Really big grass. <laughs> it's like jungle grass. the yeah, grass. Uh, the brush is, uh, you can hide into the brush, and then the outside, people that are outside of the brush cannot see into the brush, which allows you to, uh, sneakily come out and gank someone when they aren't expecting it. And it also allows for something called juking, which is where, uh, you get away from someone in a very skilled way. Anyway. Like me. Also, there are invisible char- champions that have the ability to become invisible. So it's like they're in the brush all the time. Yes, it's like being in the brush all the time. Fortunately, these people do not have the ability to stay invisible forever, unless your are up. And Teemo stands. But has to be standing still to be invisible. Anyway. Regardless. Stealth champions are very annoying, but on the good side, they're usually very easy to kill and have very low health and defense. Just keep that in mind when you're wandering around the fields of justice. Next we have uh, the laning phase. Uh, In uh, League of Legends, depending on what game mode you have, you have different lanes and uh, laning is very important to go along with uh, the game. It's the very beginning of the game. helps you uh, get your levels, help you uh, farm to get some money to buy future items to help uh, boost your skills and powers as a champion. Jay Sesh here is going to talk about the advantages of jungling over laning.
0: So... As you may notice when playing the game, you have lanes and you have this massive area in between the lanes that is called the jungle. Inside the jungle, there are creeps or monsters that you can kill and they are neutral. They are not with one team or the other. Doing so will gain your experience that when you have skill, you will gain the experience of a single lane. So it gives you an advantage that you will have two solo
1: lanes and one jungler, which is a lot better than having not. Mostly because it allows the team to gain experience faster, and therefore you're higher level than the other team, giving you an advantage in teamfights.
2: And also, uh, when you have a jungler, that person is always considered MIA, which means missing in action, where uh, someone is missing from their lane or is just unseen by the enemy team, which allows for uh, easy ganks on Which we'll explain later, I might add. Uh, next we have the laning combos. Laning combos for those 2v2 lanes, or just if you're going to solo lane, If you're soloing, you prefer to have someone with ranged attack, or a nuke, preferably. Someone who can hold themselves against another person, preferably with uh, some form of heal and with tons of harass. And harass is where you uh, attack, or have the ability to attack the other team at a range, and to do it continuously without having to return to get mana or health. Next we have ganks. So, ganking is, in essence, you know how. You've got these three
1: main lanes... Two people go top lane, two people go bottom lane, one person middle lane, or, depending on whether or not you have a jungler, one person top, one person bottom, etc. In essence, ganks are when one individual, uh, or multiple individuals, go into another lane and attempt to kill an enemy champion or several enemy champions. Uh, It's really efficient, you gain a lot of gold in doing so, and it basically makes you win the game,
2: I have to say. Next we have uh, the late game phase, which is after uh, laning phase is over, you start to go into late game, and uh, we have B-Paste here to talk about team fights.
3: Alright, so, team fights Basically, all aspects of each character coming and working together to support one another. Teamfights, generally
2: concern as... Their name suggests the entire team. You could say the importance of the team fights would be if you are able to kill the entire enemy team with this one single fight, it allows for your team to push a certain lane to make it to progress the game, as in to get you closer to destroying the
1: Nexus. Team fights also display why it's good to have a well rounded team. If you have all AP casters, there's a much less likely chance that you'll win a game rather than having, you know, several AP casters, attack damage characters, and then a tank. You want to have an overall effective team that you need to have a lot of cohesion as well. That's essential for the game, especially if you're doing pre
2: Now we have uh, our pain to talk about backdooring.
1: Backdooring! What can I say about backdooring? So, basically, after the game has proceeded for some time, people stop staying in their lanes, and they begin uh, doing more group fighting. Not so much team fighting all the time, but grouped uh, attacks on other lanes. So in essence, a ganking phase. Uh, During this time, there will be these large standoffs when one team is waiting to initiate against the other team, and certain characters, generally uh, attack speed, attack damage characters, will go into a lane where no other enemy team is visible, and with the minions, push that lane and destroy the towers, which are guarding the enemy's nexus. This is an extremely useful thing that happens in the game, because it really turns the tide, especially when, you know, you guys are struggling, and it can definitely change the tide of the game. Jay Sesh, we'll talk about Baron Nasher now.
0: Baron Nasher is a giant worm creature in the jungle, and when you kill him, he imparts a buff on your team, on all members of the team, whether or not they were participating in killing Baron Nasher, and the buff, it increases... Health Regen, Mana Regen, Ability Power, and Attack Damage. For team fights, it basically makes your team better than theirs. And of course, this it's not easy to get. Barry Nasher on average will have twice as much health or up to three times as much health as a normal enemy champion, and all of his stats will get larger as time goes by. So normally you'll have at least
1: three people fighting him, however certain champions can solo. but. It's rare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on top of this, several other creatures in the creep, including the golem and the lizard, uh, allow for buffs. The golem giving you mana restoration while the lizard, uh, while the lizard gives you bonus attack damage, I believe, and slowing effect. And then the last important creep is dragon. Dragon, it starts in the spot. I'd say opposite Opposite of Baron, and uh, killing dragon isn't particularly difficult, however, it can really be helpful if you need money for your entire team, because it gives everybody in one team 150 gold.
2: And also grants global experience. Yep.
1: A side note, AP is essentially what magic damage scales off of.
2: Here we also have B-Pace to talk about uh, runes and masteries. All right, so runes and masteries are special
3: benefits assigned and gained outside of game that allow you various advantages to your character. Masteries are a system based upon your summoner level, which is altered outside of the game, whereas your champion level's only in-game. You gain one mastery point for each level that your summoner is, up to 30, and there are three trees into which you can place these points. Offense, defense, and utility. Offense is generally for the DPS or nuke characters, generally focusing upon the auto attackers mentioned earlier. Defense is used for jungling and tanks, and utility is more geared towards supporters or ability power nukes. Now, runes are a benefit purchased using influence points, which you gain whether you win or lose a game. These allow various things such as increased attack speed, armor penetration, bonus ability power, or health, along with many others. You have multiple slots and pages upon which to place these runes, and more slots are unlocked as you level.
2: So an important game command uh, mechanics to remem- remember <laughs> Are uh, turrets, which are in every single lane in five v 5s particularly there are uh, three turrets per lane. So the um, outer turret, no, yeah, there's the outer turrets, inner turrets, then the base inhibitor turrets. turrets. Yeah, it's no, yeah. they're, well, they're okay. There's yeah, there's outer turrets, mid turrets, inner turrets, or okay, outer turrets, inner turrets, inhibitor turrets. And then there's the nexus turrets. Turrets are uh, very uh, powerful base structures that you don't want to fight by yourself and preferably you want to have minions to take the damage and uh, you, as long as you have minions there they won't attack you unless you attack an enemy champion then you will pull the aggro of the tower and uh, when there's a champion that is low health next to a tower and you want to get the kill it is called diving when you uh, run in to try to get the kill on the champion and this is uh, advised to not do this unless you have a ton of HP, and are very positive that you can get in, get the kill, and get out. You want to make sure you can get it, otherwise it's definitely not worth it. Also, um, the inhibitors that I talked about earlier, these things are uh, part of the base that you need to destroy in order to uh, gain access to destroy the enemy Nexus. And the inhibitors, once you destroy them, they spawn, in whichever lane you destroyed it, super minions, which are much stronger than the normal minions and will end up destroying... Or pushing that lane successfully when left alone. Also, um, the nexus is the main point or the idea to blow it up. You destroy the nexus, you win the game. But the nexus has two superpower turrets guarding that. That you must destroy both of them in order to get to destroy the nexus. Um, the two nexus turrets they regen health over time. So when you go in to destroy, you want to make sure you completely destroy them. Otherwise, they will g- regain all the health that you uh have taken away also the final thing is um fountain the fountain is where uh you spawn on your side or where they spawn on their side and you got to make sure that uh you don't go into the enemy fountain the enemy fountain has this uh giant laser it's called the obelisk it's called the obelisk of death and it, <laughs> if it shoots you you're going to die and it goes Must death and it goes through anything. A guardian angel, which is another item that r- allows you to be revived upon death, it will go through the guardian angel so you do not get a revive. It just kills you instantly. It so, essentially ignores all armor magic.
1: Anything that could give you
2: bonuses, it ignores everything. just goes straight to you and blows you up. So never, ever dive the fountain unless you are sure you're going to win the game and just for kicks and giggles.
0: Well, I think that about concludes our podcast. Our pain?
1: Thank you for listening to our podcast. We look forward to seeing you on the battlefields of justice. Now get out there and kick some ash!